Kumla and Rablak tomorrow. We are up to the afternoon Aleph, Amar Aleph. So we're going now back to what we talked about before the argument with Amei Rabbi Yaakov with the Tanakama. The Tanakama laid down a rule that a carbon tzibur does, you know, there's all these wonderful things, the carbon yachid, and they both argue and they say the, the, the criteria is not carbon tzibur, carbon yachid. They gave different examples by a carbon yachid where it is doicher, and they gave examples of a carbon tzibur that's not. And one of the, by a carbon pesa, they call it carbon yachid, uh, a carbon tzibur. And we hear over here also, a chagiga, sorry, a chagiga, they call it carbon tzibur. And, and, and the pesa is not actually a carbon tzibur. So the question is, why would a chagiga be considered a carbon tzibur? Every individual on Yom Tif has to bring a carbon chagiga. So why is a carbon chagiga considered an individual, uh, a collect carbon? Contrast that with the carbon pesach, that uh, every individual has to bring, and you call that a carbon yach. It says the Gemara, right in the middle of the page of Nun Aleph, Amar Aleph, the first little line is carbon. So why does the, the, the huge example of carbon tzibur, a carbon chagiga, which does not push away Shabbos and all that, so they disprove the idea that it's tzibur. Because all the Eden gather together and then bring it together. Pesach also, they got together, even though it's three different groups, but between the three groups, the entire Klal Yisrael. Uh, so the answer is the problem with carbon Pesach is that carbon Pesach is two carbon Pesachs there's Pesach Rishon and there's Pesach Sheni and on Pesach Sheni most of the Jews already brought it up so it's not Bechnufi anymore so therefore we categorize carbon Pesach as an individual carbon says <coughs> uh, he said to him uh, in came if you tell me that carbon Pesach includes Pesach Sheni, so if so, um, so why don't we say that carbon Pesach is also Shabbos and also and as well? You tell me that carbon Pesach includes Pesach Sheni, so why doesn't it um, also push away Shabbos and and what it called and Yantuf and Tumah? He said, you're right. It does. What do you mean it does? Who holds that Pesach Sheni does? When we say over here that Pesach, we gave an example of Pesach, which is a carbon yachid, it pushes away Shabbos, it pushes away Tumah. You're telling me that the contrast with drawn between Chagig and Pesach includes Pesach Sheni. So it must be that Pesach Sheni is Deich Shabbos and Tumah. Where is it heard of that Pesach Sheni is Deich Shabbos and Tumah? So he answers, yes. The Tanya, there is a, an opinion that says Pesach Sheni Doiches Shabbos. One opinion says Pesach Sheni is Doiches Shabbos, but the Eilu Doiches It's not Doiches Tumah. And Rabbi Huda says after Doiches Tumah. So therefore, this this Tanya here, who used an example of Pesach being a, a carbon yachid, and it still pushes away Shabbos and Tumah, is um, is Rabbi Huda, who holds that Pesach Sheni is Doiches Tumah. What what's that? What does it mean? There is Doiches Tumah there. If they're tummy, if they become tummy, if all the people who are bringing Pesach Sheni become tummy, it'll be Hutra B'Tzibur again, they can all bring it B'Tumah. So we're not talking about individual, we're talking about all the people, the majority of the people who are there for Pesach Sheni became tummy. So um, the Buddha says, well, Hutra B'Tzibur. Now what's going on here? What's the machlek? Is why did the Tanakhama say that? No, it's not Doichet Tumah, the Buddha says it is. My time in the Tanakhama, what's the logic of the Tanakhama? Pesach Lishen Hutra B'Tzibur, why not Pesach Sheni? I'm going to tell you very simply. The whole reason why we even have a Pesach Sheni is 
because you were Tamit Pesach Rishon, so in order to rectify that, we moved to Pesach Sheni, what do we gain if you're going to bring it to Tumah Pesach Sheni, you could have done Pesach Sheni as well. The whole reason why we brought it here is so we want to find an opportunity for you to bring in Batara. So therefore, there's no such thing as a Pesach Sheni, if, if, if you're still Tamit, we didn't gain anything, we're not going to allow you to do Pesach Sheni either. So that's why that Tanakh Amah holds there's no Pesach Sheni if when it comes to Tumah. However, Rabbi Huda says, the Pesach clearly says, that the second Pesach follows all the rules of the first Pesach, and, and including the rule, we gave you an opportunity to do Batara. Didn't work out. Okay, we rely on the laws that because we follow in the second page of all the laws of the first place. That's the like So then, so what Amaya said about a carbon yachid, and he used Pesach as an example that pushes away Shabbat Tumma, he agrees with Abihuda that it's the Dechet Tumma as well, Pesach Shani. According to Abihuda, it's a very strong Mishnok and Falfalan. Yeah, in a way, yeah. But in his way, you didn't pick yourself up. You're in the same place where you, where you started. But you still can do the carbon. True, but you as a person haven't changed. Other ones, you changed, you became tired. I guess you can look at it different ways. Says the Gemara, you asked a question before. You know, going back to the other question we asked before, okay, we asked about Tamura. Do we look at Aaron Hakoyan? So he's a Yachid, he could make a Tamura with his bull. Do we look at the Mishaprim, which are the Koyanim, all the rest of the Koyanim, and therefore so they cannot make a Tamura because they're Rabim? And then we explained that we're following that really it's Aaron's, it's Aaron's carbon. And the question is, what's the relation of the rest of the coining? Are they are they they buying into the as if they're an integral part of the animal, and therefore we always follow the mishaprim, or do we say they're just floating above? In other words, it's really Adam's carbon because he's bringing it for himself, and then once he does, they're a drag along, so they have no chelik in the carbon, and therefore it's Adam's carbon, and it could make it more. That was a question we asked before. So you might have a why don't we answer the, the question the following as as follows? Three times it says a pasuk. Asheloi, it says in the passage that Anna Koyin should bring the parachatas Asheloi. That's once, and then it says a little bit later it says that Anna should bring the parachatas Asheloi. He'll forgive for his family, and he should shech the chatas Asheloi three times. It says Asheloi. That's his carbon. Why does it say if it says three times that it's his carbon? So the reason is as, as follows. <clears throat> The Amrachman, um, first of all, Mishalai made the first possible is Pasha Yunilagufa. Aaron has to pay for his own money, bring his own carbon. The Tanya, we learn Ashalai, Mishalai, you may be Veloy Mishal Tibur, has to be his own carbon and not the communal carbon. Yachal, I would have thought, Loyavi Mishal Tibur. Okay, the reason why he doesn't bring from the communal coffers, because remember, this carbon is a kapata for him and for the rest of the Kainim. Why should Kla Yisrael uh, reimburse them for that? Why should they pay him for that? Could they have no benefit from it? So why should they use the communal coffers? Fine. Maybe you should make a collection between all the Koinim. Since you're all benefiting from this carbon, you should all pay into it as well. They're also beneficiaries. That's what says the second time. To be his carbon. I would have thought. Okay, Aaron should not take money from the rest of the Kainim, just use his own money. But if he brought money from the rest of the Kainim, all right. We have a third time, we say a third time that it has to be no, it has to be his own Pazik. We have a rule by Kachim. We have a rule by Kachim that says that if the Tater says Asad only once, means it's Lemitz. If the Tater repeats the same thing twice by Kachim, it means this is how it should be, and there's no other way. It's Ma'akiv as well. And therefore, it's Ma'akiv. 
says the Gemara, for the time, Mechel, according to you. So, so, so therefore, it's, it's, it says three times, Asherloi. So my question is, so what's your shayla, the koinim have a chalik in a nuts? Clearly, it's Aaron HaKoyin's carbon. So therefore, he could make a tamura. The other koinim are not part of it. Says the Gemara, so you're learning, you take it literally, the other koinim have no part of it. So let me ask a question. For the time, you understood, more the rest of the koinim, if the koinim tell me they have absolutely no chalik in the carbon, so how in the world does it work for them? How could it be that Anna Koyin's carbon, which you're telling me Ashaloi means the trader says all the time, his, 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 somehow or another is machapa for everybody else? How? If they have nothing to do with it. Ellen of us, you can tell me, shiny Begaza the Aaron, that, it, um, that the Balabatish kind of Aaron is different. The Afkere Rachmone Gabi Echava Koinim. The Tayyid clearly said, the Tayyid clearly said that this is going to be machapa for him and for his and, and the wider family and so on and so forth. And um, the rest of the Kainim, even though they have no chalik in it, the Torah said, I'm going to be mafkarit so that you all can have a chalik in it. So maybe that's my question. Even though they have no chalik in it, the Torah gave them a chalik, even though they don't contribute financially, but the Torah says this belongs to all the Kainim. So that's why my question is regarding tomorrow. How do we view the relationship between the rest of the Kainim with the animal? Maybe the trader says that the, all other Kainim have a chalik in this carbon for kapara. They also have a chalik in this carbon as far as Tumur is concerned, and therefore Tumur cannot be done or not. That's the question. But the pile, what the Bryce is saying is financially they don't they don't contribute. That's a given. Question is, but the traders nevertheless stepped in and said that they have a chalik. So how far do we take that chalik? We continue now with that of the coin goddle. This Masechta Yuma is a rare Masechta. I mean, a couple of others, but the very rare Masechta, that the entire Masechta is focused. Very few, very few tangents. We've, we're just focused on the activities of the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, and then the end, whatever else has to do Yom Kippur. So um, it says the Mishnah, um, so now the Kohen Gadol went, and um, okay, so he had over here, he has his ladle, he has his shovel with a with coal, and now he has to walk to the Kodesh Kodeshim. Question: Did he make a beeline? Did he make a detour? How did he walk into the Kaiser Gedoshim? So very bekitzer. In in the first in the Mishkan, there was just a thin curtain between dividing the Kaidish and the Kaidish Gedoshim. The or, you know the Heichel, the room that before where the Mizbeach was and where the with the, the what do you call it, the Meneda and the Shulchan. And then there was a curtain dividing, and then there was the the Kaidish Gedoshim with the Aron inside it. The first base of English they had a wall, and it was called an Amatraxin. The wall was one armor thick, and it's called Traxin. Rashi always says Traxin means track means um, track means facing outside, and Sin is Sinai, because it was also the other side was facing the Oran, which came from Sinai. Then you had in the second base of because the ceiling was so high, they couldn't uh, a wall that was only one armor thick wouldn't work, and they had no right to make it any thicker because Hakom Hashem. You have to follow the rules exactly the way the Abisha told me. So you can only do an Amma. So therefore, most opinions are that they had two curtains. One curtain facing the, the, the Kodesh. Then there was a gap of an Amma. And then there's another curtain facing the Kodesh HaKadosh. That's what they did. And um, they didn't know. When we say this Amma Traxin, we see tomorrow, tomorrow, they didn't know the Amma Traxin in the first base of Migdush. That the thickness of the wall itself, the depth of that wall, was that part of Kodesh or was that part of Kodesh Akadoshim? Because now that you, re you remove that thickness and there's a gap there, that gap of an Amun, is that part of Kodesh or is that part of Kodesh Akadoshim? And uh, 
And obviously it's important to know because if it's part of Kedush Gadoshi, nobody can walk into there. If it's part of Kedush, then the Kohen Gadol has to know that he cannot stand out in front of the, the outer curtain and stand in front of the inner curtain to do his uh, sprinkling towards the Kedush Gadoshi because of the outer curtain is still part of Kedush. So they weren't sure. So they had a gap of an amma, and they also made that the entrances of the of this there shouldn't be in the same place. They obviously, had to walk in from a corner. They used to take part of it and you know and and, and move the attach the curtain a little bit higher up so that the kohen can walk in into the kohen But there was a little gap, but they had it on the corner. So um, if you were facing the base, remember if you're facing, you're coming from the east side, and due west is the kohen Due north is your right side. That's where the shulchan was. And do um, south is your left side, and that's where the menorah was. And in the epicenter was a mezbech pulled forward a little bit. It, it didn't intersect between the table and the menorah. And, um, and the kohen had to walk in to go to the kohen. So therefore, facing the kohen the entrance first entrance on the south side, and then you walk through the gap, and you went all the way north to the other to the other side to go to the second curtain. Where the entrance was on the north side, and then you enter the Kodesh Kedushin. So we don't want it to be visible. No, nobody should be able to stand in any section of the room and peer through that little gap in the curtain to see what's inside the Kodesh Kedushin. So now we're going to have an argument how the coin made his route. Says the Gemara, the coin God was walking now in that big room, the Heichel. Now the Heichel, remember, was 40 Amis, was 40 Amis, um, it was 20 Amis wide. 20 amas wide. So, he's walking the Hechel until he arrived, until he arrived between the two curtains that separated between these two rooms. There was a gap of an amma over there. Abiyasi says, no, I disagree with this whole concept. I think Abiyasi didn't have the suffix. So the reason why they had two curtains is because of the suffix they didn't know. Abiyasi says, I don't have a suffix. The only thing is, we're not sure if Rabbi Yaisi held that the curtain was part of Kaidish or part of Kaidish but he said there's only one curtain. Shemar says in Pasig, we have Dila Parachis Lachem, this singular, Bena Kaidish, Ben Kaidish Gadashim. There's one Parachis dividing, the, intersecting the two parts of the base of Mikdish. Says the Gemara, Kaidish Shapikom, or Beis Rabbon, but Rabbi Yaisi says the correct thing. But Rabbon Rabbon will tell you, Hani, Mili, Ben Mishkin, you're right. In the Mishkin, there's only one curtain. And the first base of Mikdish is made out of concrete, made out of rocks and stones, was only, it was an armor thick. Second base of English, they didn't have this, this Amma of Traxin, which I told you what Rashi says it means um, inside and, and outside. Or Tracer says it means Trak means to close, and Sin means in front of Sinai, in front of the Arun. Rashi says Trak means facing inside, and Sin means outside. In other words, you have one curtain towards the Kaidish and another curtain to the Kaidishvilashim. Where exactly did the wall go and where was the curtain in the base Rishon? There was no curtain. On the, um, it doesn't seem there was a curtain in the base Rishon at all. So what? So you had a, you had a wall. So where was That's it? it? But how did you, how did you, where did you enter the Kedush HaKadoshim? There, there, there must have been a door. Oh, okay. So, so was the doorway, would have been Mamish in front of the island or would have been to, to the left or to the right? I don't know where the door is. I don't know. How come they didn't just build an Amatraxin in the Baishani? Because I just told you, the seed that we had, we'll have in Marba Basel, Gilan and Alamar talks about there, that you know, a, a wall that's certain height, four Amas high, you can have an Amat thick to hold it. But if the wall is a lot greater height than that, you need a much wider 
um, much thicker wall. But in the base of Miglish, they were only allowed to build a, a, a partition that was an, up to an arm thick, no wider than that. So they couldn't build a wall. And then Morris asked the question, so why don't you have part wall and part curtain? And Morris says, Gamidi, that you know, either doesn't work or we have a tradition, it can't be part, half and half. So that's why so, I had no choice. So why couldn't they do that? Why, well, I don't understand. If in the base tradition, which was smaller, they could build it, so the base. Why? In the Bayes edition, it was much lower ceiling, so they were able to put ah, the okay. yeah, yeah. thick. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay. But, but did, when Hodus rebuilt it, did, did he rebuild the same dimensions or did he build different dimensions? It when seems like he followed the same dimension. He just made it a lot nicer. And the outer walls, whatever it is, but the basement itself, he didn't tamper with. First base Middash had this amatraxin, but the Stapkalulabon and tomorrow we'll see exactly what the basis of the suffix is. It was based on a posig regarding the dvir. But so Rabban had a suffix, uh big dusha say the had a suffix regarding the kadusha of that amma, ikilafnim, ikilachutz. How do we treat that amma? Is it like considered like a, is it like the Kaj Kadoshim? Is it like the Kaidish? Is therefore what they did was they built two curtains, one to the four, and they didn't want to make a thick curtain because they didn't know what the, um, the thickness that the, the gap of that amma, what is it? And it'll be all kinds of issues. So therefore they built two curtains. Now, how exactly did the Kohen God will walk, make his uh, his, his well, entrance to the Okay, the Mizbech is in the center of the room. The Menaida would be on the south side or the left side. When you're walking through, it's on your left side. So they walked between the Mizbech, the Kohen God will walk between the Mizbech and then he made a, a tour, a detour to the left a little bit, but not, not all the way to the wall, a little bit off center. And he was between the Mizbech, which is in the epicenter of the room, and the Menaida, which is on the left. Divide Rabbi Yehuda. Rameyah says, no, he went through the right side. The mayor says that he went through the right side, which the Mizbech is an epicenter. The Shulchan was towards the right, and he walked between the Mizbech and the Shulchan. The Yesh, I mean, is a third opinion. We'll soon see who that is. That he actually walked along the wall, along the perimeter of the wall. And so he went on the right side of the table, on the right side of the room. He went on the right side of the table, and he walked that way all around. And then he came to the curtains, and he walked all the way to the left. And we'll soon see. If, did he actually walk that way or not? It's actually Rabbi Yaisi. Because Rabbi Yaisi said there's only one curtain, we who hold it with two curtains, so the first entrance was all the way on the left. Therefore, we had the coin either walking to the left or in the center, and then he made a left turn. But according to Rabbi Yaisi, if there's only one curtain, the entrance was all the way on the right. So therefore, the coin, in order to enter, went on the right side. But he held, they walked along the perimeter of the wall until he came to the curtain area. So Ahmad, he says, He says that the, the entrance was actually on the north side. There's only one curtain on the north side. <clears throat> um, the Rabban also agreed that the curtain closest to Kodesh HaKadoshim entrance was on the right side, on the north side. But Rabbi Yehoshua was only one curtain. So therefore, it was only on the, on the right side. Says the Gemara, because everyone agrees the entrance to the Kodesh HaKadoshim had to be from the right side. The reason why Chacham argues is because they hold there's another curtain in front. And that curtain in front, the entrance was on the left side. They didn't want people to be able to peek inside. Does he want to write it? But Abu will tell you, since we hold that there were two curtains, we didn't want them to be lined up. So therefore, the, ent the first curtain, the entrance, always on the left. And therefore, because always on the left, so Abu says that how did the Kohen God walk in? Toward the left side, between the Mizbech and the Menoida. No, that mayor. The mayor said he walks right down the middle, makes a beeline in the middle. Which way does he hold? The entrance on the right or the entrance on the left? The mayor, who does he hold like? 
If he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, who holds at the entrance on the left, so let him have the Kohen Gadol walking in between the Mizbech and the Menorah, sort of going left. And Yikarabiyasi enters on the right, then he should walk Neil Kirabiyasi, then go along the wall on the right side of the table. So why does he only walk down the middle? Right? The says you walk between the Shulch Mizbech, the middle, and a little bit to the right. What's going on here? So we say no. The fact that he holds, he go towards the right because he holds and go between the Shulchan and the, and the Mizbech means that he held the entrances on the right. But he argues Rabbi Yisrael, Yisrael says you walk along the wall. And Rabbi Yisrael says no, you walk between the Menorah and the Shulchan. You're on the right side of the room, but not against the wall. What's going on here? Allah, but Rabbi Yisrael holds Shulchan is Tzofen V'dorim Menochen. There's a big argument. We know Shlomo Melech added, maybe had Rosh Kalim. Shlomo Melech added 10 tables. And these 10 tables were like aligned with the table that Moshe Rabbeinu made, five and five. The question was, how was Moshe Rabbeinu's table made in the first place? You know, which direction was it? So the main hold that the tables, <coughs> that the tables were from north to south. That was from the right to the left. So you had Moshe's table from north, from right to the left, right, north to south. And then you had five tables, you know, um, due east and five tables due west also lined up from the north to the south now remember each table was two amas long so if you have five tables lined up from the wall on the right side to the middle of the room it's exactly 10 amas the entire room was 20 amas the table had to be on the right side of the room so the tables had to be mamish in close proximity to each other in fact they had all had to be contiguous to each other and the final table was touching the wall if the table was even a, 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 an inch away from the wall then part of the table will be creeping into the into the south side of the room because the room is exactly 20 amas wide. Each table is exactly two amas long. And since they were going to the mayor, he held that they weren't east to west lined up, which Rabbi Yassi holds they were. He holds they were from north to south. So if you had line up five tables north to south, that's already 10 amas. So the tables had to be touching the wall. There was no room for, for anybody to walk between the table and the outer wall. So how did you walk? Had to walk between the tables and the mizbech, like in the middle of the room. So was, uh, it, was it a total of 10 tables or a total of, of, uh, of 11? 11. 10 that Shleimer made and yeah. one that Moshe made. So that means you had, you had so according to this, you had 11 armors. There was Everyone agreed. Into, into the, uh, into no, 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 no. There were three rows of tables. You had one row of five, then you had a row of one, which is Moshe's, and then okay. below that you had another row of five. There were three rows. They None of those tables um, were contiguous to Moshe Rabbeinu. He was, he was, his was on his own. Because that's where you put the lechem upon him. And uh, remember, I had a machlekes if they used Shleimer's tables for lechem upon him or all or not. So they used Moish, only Moish's table. But it was on its own. But to, to give it, to adorn it, to give it more chshivas, they had these other tables lined up. Uh, so, so it was impossible to walk in because the table was right there. That's one answer. Another answer is, or I can say that even a may will agree that you see the tables were from east to west. So you had Moshe Bain's table in the middle, of, and, you know, they had on the right side of Moshe Bain's table five tables, 10 amas. So you had plenty of room because there's 20 amas along the room. And you had the left side, there's plenty of room. You could have walked between the tables, the, the table, you know, with plenty of room to walk because of five spare amas. But felt because of the shechina, it passed that um, to uh, what do you call to walk um, along, creep along the wall as if you're sneaking in. 
the problem is if you're going along the wall, not only it looks like you're creeping in, you're, you're looking, remember the entrance to the Koyi is on the right side. If you're always against the wall, you can actually peer through the entrance of the of the, of the Pereiches and, and, and the Amatraxin and, and see what's going on in the Koyi And it's not nice. You shouldn't be looking at all until you finally front, front up to that entrance. So therefore, it passed to be along the wall. Nur so how could Abiyasi actually has a coin godel walking along the wall, preparing? That's interesting what Rashi learns here, that the Abishta loves the Eden so much, they don't need a shliach. What does that mean? So Rashi says an interesting thing here. Rashi says, what do you mean doesn't need a shliach? So Rashi says, I'll just say it was Rashi inside, three lines on the top. We don't have one person davening on behalf of everybody. Every, we don't need a shliach. We all daven on our own. It says, every person knows exactly what affects him. Each one spreads out his hands towards his base of Migdash. Because we don't need a shliach, the Ebishter is prepared to have a personal relationship with every single one of us. So therefore, um, we when, when we when we make a shliach, which is the Kohen Gadol, is also the Abishal love him so much, and therefore he's allowed to walk at least on Yom Kippur along the wall, even though he's peering inside, because we have that special relationship and acknowledge that special relationship. Now, the main davening is not the tefillah, but simply the main davening is the tefillah that each individual davens. That's what Rashi learns. The other Rishayim don't like this pshat at all; they don't understand exactly what he's saying. They all learn pshat is a whole year when the, the he wears the eight begodim the kohen gadol the nishma when the kohen gadol walks in he has it makes noise and we learn before in mariuma and teaches us before you walk into your house announce your arrival don't frighten anybody that's respectful but i am kippur when he walks in he's wearing the four begodim there's no noise he doesn't make any noise because the abish is, is expecting us so there's no noise that has to be made and that's the chavivan didn't need to make, didn't have to send out a forerunner. I'm coming in. I'm making, you know, make some bells and make some all kinds of noises. And therefore, because the Abish is expecting us, there's nothing wrong with walking along the wall. Okay. Um, you know, there's an interesting hakira in, in the Achranim when we daven with a minion, right? It's important to daven with a minion. What's the minion part? The Chazars, the Shats? When we're davening the Shtila Shemanesa, the Trila Balachash, is that considered fillers or that's Tzibur? Each one is davening themselves quietly. What is that? Is, when we say Tzibur, is that only the Chazor's Hashats or also the Tzibur's Yachid? Is also considered Tzibur, Tzibur. And uh, they talk about this Rashi here. I can't remember which way they want to learn from this Rashi, but that somehow or another, the main thing of the davening is the Tzibur of Yachid of each individual. And that's what makes it so special. And, okay, anyway. Says him further. But Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Nami. Okay, let's go back to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says that you walk between the the the, the and the Mizbeach. Why doesn't he have you walking along the left wall? Why does he walk along the left wall? Um, and there, and there's no in, and here there's no problem that you're looking into the Kaiser Gedashim because remember there's two curtains. So even though you can see through the entrance on the left side, what are you going to see? Another curtain. Why do you walk in the So we answer because money, because Mishchem money, his clothes will get all dirty and black because the money, the soot from the candle burning the whole time, the wall there is a bit uh, dirty, and therefore we don't want the kohen gadol wearing white clothes to walk or even end up touching the wall. 
But would the soot be would the soot be at the heart of the coin because there was the heart of the menorah and there was three, three steps up. The high menorah was three was three amas, eighteen tefachim. That's the height of a person. The shoulders or machlekes Rashi and Tosafos. That's the height of a person's shoulders yeah, or his head. Yeah, but that's that's the that's the menorah itself. But wasn't there three steps? It was it wasn't resting on the ground. In other words, it was higher than the, than the slightly higher. It would have been slightly higher. Not much higher, but that's a person's height. And I'm sure the, the soot also probably runs down the wall a little bit, you know, when it's still moist. So that's the only reason why he didn't have him doing that. Okay, we'll continue tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll talk about the subject that they had regarding the, the wall itself. What it is, okay.